Monica and Danae. We are wellness and lifestyle bloggers who never want you to have to say, oh well, when it comes to your health. Giving simple wellness tips for the everyday girl. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two of the Oh Well podcast. I'm Monica, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Danae. Hi, friends. Hi. Everyone, I want you to grab yourself a cozy little drink, settle in, because it's finally cold where we are, right, Danae? Yes, in sunny California, we're in our 60s, and we're cold. Listen, if it's less (laughs) than 65, it's cold for me. It's real. Amen. Amen. I've been waiting for boots and sweater season all year long. It's finally here. I'm so excited. (laughs) Anyways, let's get into this episode. It is part two of a two-part series of something that we're calling Demystifying the Label. If you were ever curious on how to read and manage those cosmetic labels, be sure to go and check out episode one where we break down those terms in an easy-to-understand way because it's very confusing. But for today, let's get into today's episode. So do you know what's hiding in your skincare and makeup? I bet you've heard a lot about green and non-toxic beauty lately, but do you know what those 10 letter words that you can't even begin to pronounce actually are? (laughs) Probably (laughs) not. Probably not. Today, (laughs) we're not only going to take a stab at pronouncing those words, but we are going to explain them to you and let you know why you should avoid them and make the switch to a healthier version. So... Let's try to butcher the English language, shall we? Let's and do it. And get into the top five ingredients you should avoid in your cosmetics and skincare. Oh my goodness, you guys. So what are the ingredients? And the first one that I'm going to cover, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest, has truly been one of the hardest for me, and that is fragrance. Oh, that's a big one. Ugh, it's a hard one, you guys. I think this one, this is one of those things that people don't really think about or really even know. But did you know that the word fragrance legally hides an untold number of chemicals? Could be anything from 13 to 3,000 chemicals that they do not have to disclose because they feel it would give away their trade secrets. Of course, it's proprietary yeah. to them. Exactly. But basically, fragrance sits under an umbrella of, you know, all these other chemicals and they don't don't have to tell you what's in them. So fragrance can disrupt your hormones and it has been linked to cancer, diabetes and obesity. Like we covered in part one of the series, guys, if you haven't listened yet, be sure to go back and give it a listen. Be wary of fragrance-free options, too, because they typically have to use a lot of fragrance to mask chemical smells. That's right. Just read the labels, friends. And this is why we wanted to educate you last week on how to read a label. We want you to feel confident when you're going in and purchasing something. So, okay, where can the ever-so-sneaky fragrance be found, then? One thing that is super Uh frustrating is that fragrance can be found in, like, legit everything everything honestly yes honestly even makeup guys how many times have you gone to the store and like oh this makeup smells like chocolate this makeup smells like peaches right I like that. i do too why is there fragrance in why makeup do you want to smell like a fruit salad on your I, face i don't and i don't want to smell like chocolate on my face so um <laughs> and if that's your thing we're sorry but it's just not ours but 
that is an added fragrance that's really not necessary. Um, but yeah, it's literally in everything. So you really have to check your labels. But luckily, a lot of places are starting to use natural fragrances. So keep a lookout for that. Target is starting to have some amazing options. As you know, we Target. we love some Target, ladies. And no, this isn't sponsored by Target. But we all know that y'all like to shop there too. So we like to use it as a reference point because most people can go into Target and uh, wherever they live, they have access. Yeah. And they're starting to have some really amazing options, including a new natural fragrance line made with essential oils. Um, I actually have a couple of them. It's by a brand called Good Chemistry. Um, and you should definitely check it out. They have a bunch of different um, scents that you can use, but it's made with essential oils. So you can actually have no fear. There are some really great options out there that won't cause like future health problems because that's the biggest thing. And yes, you can still smell good. That's the goal. <laughs> it yeah. is. So what can you use instead, right? So there's so many companies now, like I said, coming out with the safe and natural perfumes, mostly made with essential oils. And a lot of companies um, are using these lovely, yummy, delicious, can you tell I love essential oils, um, in place of fragrance. And usually they note that on the bottle. So you can actually see that on the front or the back label. And essential oils are natural. They smell amazing. Not only do they smell really good, but they can actually uh, boost and lift your mood, your spirits. They're really good for uh, brain chemistry. So they actually have a lot of added benefits other than, hey, these just smell really good. Um, and so you can you can actually use essential oils um, directly from the bottles. You can even create your own blends or find them online just by researching in good old Google. Um, and I've even made some of my own using a carrier oil. We don't always recommend putting it directly on your skin unless you've used them a lot, but like almond oil and fractionated coconut oil are really good to use kind of um, as that carrier oil. Put some drops of different essential oils, whatever you want. Um, that, that is uplifting to you or smells good. And honestly, the options are really endless. So while I'm talking about fragrance, I'm just going to go on a tiny little tangent because you have to be really careful with fragrances, unfortunately, even ones that say they're clean, right? Because again, they may be clean, but so Sephora has a new like a whole new clean section where they say these particular items are devoid of the things that we don't want, like parabens and sulfates. Yes, we don't want those. However, just because something is without parabens doesn't mean it's clean. These new fragrances are saying that they are without the top five dirty ingredients, but they are still not clean because they contain some sort of hidden fragrance somewhere. The easiest way to see if what matches in the bottle matches the front is that ingredient label. You have to look at the ingredient label. And sometimes, Monica and I were talking about this, sometimes you can't even find it on the actual label. Sometimes you have to go to the website and you have to dig a little little bit deeper. Sometimes it's not even there. Sometimes it's without a label or without yeah. an ingredient list is what we're really looking for in this situation. And it's, it's not, you're not gonna find it on the box and sometimes yep. you don't find it on the website. Yeah, and, so, and guys, this isn't like a perfect process all the time. I think it can be, um, it's hard sometimes, especially when you're like, oh, I thought I was getting something clean. Oh no, but what if it doesn't? And I don't know what the ingredients are. Listen, it's again, it's not perfect. Just try to go for the cleanest that you can possibly find and then go from there. Um, But yeah, continue to check out those labels. (laughs) However, with fragrance, you'll find it hard-pressed to like find this label that we're saying. Instead, you'll find the company says it doesn't have it in its ingredients, which is great, but if we're trying for transparency, what are you hiding? 
Why isn't it listed? If it's clean, why can't you tell us everything that's in it? So there are some brands that will list their ingredients. One that we love is Heretic Perfume that we've found recently. I love them because they kind of share the same brand message as Dirty Bombshells, um, our beautiful Monica. But also because they list the ingredients for every perfume, and it's no more than five or six things. So something to think about when you're looking for clean fragrance. But it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And then finally, just uh, touching on what is perfume listed as or fragrance. It's listed as, this one's pretty easy. These are words that we can pronounce. It's listed as fragrance, uh, flavor, weird one, flavor, <laughs> or perfume. Um, those are usually the top three. Sometimes they have a essential oil blend or they'll say something around that. But oh, so those three. So that's how you find fragrance. But remember that fragrance is all encompassing of a whole bunch of things that you have no idea what they And it's are. in it all. It's <laughs> in all your stuff. It's in it all. Okay. So the next dirty word we're going to talk about is paraben. Ew. So what is a paraben? A paraben is a group of compounds used as preservatives derived from petroleum. That's mm. right. You've heard of petroleum before. Petroleum <laughs> is a compound refined to produce gasoline and kerosene and diesel oil. So let's think about this. What's making your car run is also being put into your skin products. Woohoo! Awesome. <laughs> I've always wanted to put that directly on my skin. <laughs> so what parabens are normally used for are preservatives. They keep the shelf life of the items longer and protect them from mold and bacteria. But what's horrible about parabens is they are known to mimic estrogen and have been found mm. in breast cancer tumors. Like, one of the things, this is one of my top, top dirty ingredients. Anything that mimic, that is an endocrine disruptor, disruptor, anything that mimics estrogen, you should run away from. Yes. Because think about this for two seconds, ladies. Your body, anything your body doesn't, cannot distinguish between whether it's made it or not made it. And you're putting these items that are, you know, faux estrogen, if you will. Your body yeah. is insane. Oh, I I thought I made enough estrogen, but I guess I made more than I needed. So tomorrow I'm not going to make so much. Or, <sighs> you know, I didn't get enough, so tomorrow I'm going to make more. Yeah. And if you think about that, a long, you know, a little bit every day, every day adds up to a lot. And you end up with a whole, whole host of hormonal imbalance and that leads into a whole host of other things so yes it does it's so scary it's so scary and, and it it's it's just one of those things there's like that i'm like oh stay away from parabens at the very least stay away from parabens yes. um so where do you find them you find them in your makeup in your moisturizers in your hair care products your shaving products anything that ends in parabens means that they are there mm. so Here's where I'm going to try to butcher the language because I'm going to tell you <laughs> what to look for. Get it, because girl. Because it's not just paraben. It's, you know, if it was just paraben, we would be like, okay, this is when you turn over the bottle and you're like, what? Okay, so it's listed as anything that basically ends in paraben. So, but it'd be listed as methylparaben, ethylparaben, mm-hmm. propylparaben, butylparaben. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is a good one. Uh, isobutylparaben, isopropylparaben, <laughs> benzylparaben. That's good all. job. 
Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So those are just some, anything that ends in paraben, you want to take a second, you know, look at it and think maybe I can find something that's a little bit healthier or better for me. So instead, look for ingredients that have safer preservatives. Because remember, paraben, in essence, is just used as a preservative. Look for things like sodium benzenate, potassium Mm. sorbate, or neoline, just as a few. Amazing. amazing. I did great on those Amazing. You did? Yes. You didn't actually butcher them too bad. I try. (laughs) (laughs) I've been looking at them for a while. (laughs) I know. They're crazy. And they get crazier. So. So. What is I'm going to talk about this next one, and this is a this is one that I actually have some good news about this one, um, which I'm I'm kind of happy about um, with doing all my research on it. But triclosan is the next one, and I'm going to tell you, you may not have heard this word before, but I promise you've used it. Mm. All right, and it's dirty little cousin triclocarbon. Um, it's an antifungal tricky, and anti, tricky, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They just they kind of like they switch things around, and oh, maybe you won't notice it, but yes, they're they're both very similar. Um, so they're antifungal and antibacterial preservatives. So they're actually they've been linked to causing endocrine disruption. We just talked about yes. that. If you obviously we know what it is from what Monica was just saying, but. We super hate them, don't we? Yes, like we, we and just anything that is going to mess with our beautiful hormones um, and put us off balance, stay away from it. And you know what, you guys? This isn't even an ingredient that you need to use, but it's in a lot. So it can be found in your everyday toothpaste. Oh. Awesome. To detergent, some soaps, even children's toys. Why is it on my kids' toys? Um, one of the yeah, one of the biggest places and so frequently used is in hand sanitizer. No. And we all know, yeah, and we all know we we need hand sanitizer, right? Those yucky germs. No. Something you yeah. <laughs> and something that you think is protecting you from germs is actually getting into your bloodstream and potentially creating more of a mess for you in the future. Um, It's unbelievable to me that this chemical still exists. But what I can say is that even the U.S. has finally banned this one. And with all my research, companies have no longer been able to sell it since last year. So 2017, you guys. But mind you, a lot of these companies make products that last 12 to 18 months. So you may still actually have this product, this chemical in products in your home, sitting on your shelf. um, Because some the there's preservatives it's its own kind of preservative it helps things get anti you know, it guards against fungus and all bacteria so if it's still sitting around you want to get rid of it right so anyway that that's kind of the good news i had because i was happy to see that it's no longer been able companies are no longer able to put it in their products and they're not able to sell it but if you have those products that are lurking around, it's time to toss it, sister. And in the words of Elsa from Frozen, let it go. We're going to hear Danae sing. We could just hear her sing all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't want to hear me But sing. I'm just being, I'm being silly. But seriously, guys, let it go. Let that stuff go. You could, there's so many more things out there that are better. So what are you going to use instead of this, right? Like, oh, no, we need hand sanitizer. We need antibacterial things, right? No. Wrong. I know, right? It's it's crazy to me. So thankfully, there are many options out there now. Most people say that plain old soap and water is actually better for you than antibacterials. And really, it's the scrubbing. Yes. 
is what helps remove the germs more than the whatever you're putting yeah. on. Um, that's why, like, if, do you ever see those signs that's like, employees must wash hands for 20 yes. seconds or whatever it is, right? Um, I see those in restaurants a lot or in, like, hospitals. Um, but basically go for natural soap. Stay away from anything that says antibacterial. I know it sounds crazy, but just Google the yeah, information no, I, on it. I, have my, I don't want to bore you with it. I have my views on hand sanitizer. I can't even say it. <laughs> it's a hard word to say. <laughs> um, and basically it's that I don't use it ever. <laughs> I have my yeah. own beliefs and you that know I'm what? like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that it doesn't kill any bacteria better than uh, warm water and soap and washing your hands. Yeah. It's just another yeah. one of those things that all of a sudden we need that we don't need. Yeah. And you got to carry it around. around that we don't yeah. need it, guys. We never needed it. Just some company decided that, hmm, this is, you know, I kind of equate it to like butt wipes, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Great. Now we're talking about butt wipes. Do you um, need them? Her podcast has taken a turn. No, no. That's why we yeah. have toilet paper, right? Like, and we also bathe, yes, hopefully. Exactly. So, like, it's just, anyways, I'm not going to get into that because, but yeah, warm water and soap. And I know this is like, yeah, and this is probably making all the like germaphobes skin crawl. Like, what do you mean I don't need that? Um, you know, obviously be mindful. Like, don't sneeze and cough into your hand. Like, we could go on and on about stuff like this, but. I- you know, you don't actually need yeah. this stuff. And also, Monica, have you seen the ones with, like, glitter in oh, them? Oh, God. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I love, can't. I love me some glitter, but n- no. <laughs> I, that's how I feel about it's not my hands glitter in, like, your face masks or your, like, oh, God. That, why, why? why would you put glitter on your face? That's No. I mean, other than, I like, just... for, like, eyeshadow or, like, decorative, but, like, as a skincare, no. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't. So... Yes. Again, not to be derailed, but friends, if you see the words triclosan or triclocarbon in any of your products, just remove that toxin from your life like a bad friend, okay? So let me try to mm-hmm. let me try to yes. butcher yes. some of these words. How about that? So there's just a few that you can look for. Irgason DP300. Ooh, wow. That sounds like a car. <laughs> Um, Lexol 300. That wasn't too hard. Sterzac. Oh. Cloxyphenolum. Or you can find that abbreviated as TCS. So those are some weird words. But guys, triclosan, it's where it's hiding. So just pay attention. Yes. And it's really, it's good that we no longer can have that legally put into our products now. Because. Yeah. I just thought it was important to mention still because of the preservative and the shelf life of these items that oh, it's probably lurking around in people's homes still. Yes. And it's good to get rid of. Okay. So my next ingredient, my dirty, dirty little ingredient, <laughs> is known as petroleum or petrolatum. And we kind of talked about this already with fragrance. But tret- petrolatum is a mineral oil jelly, petroleum jelly. Hello. Mm-hmm. And this ingredient is particularly nasty, which is why fragrance is such a bad ingredient because it always, always contains petroleum. Always. Yeah. So what is it? It is used as a barrier to lock in moisture in the skin in a variety of moisturizers and also in hair care products to make your hair shine. But also body lotions, mascaras, perfumes, lipsticks, lip balms, foundations, hair relaxers, conditioners, (laughs) eyeshadows, and nail polishes. That's a lot, right? 
You oh get the gosh. point. So what is it made from? Oh, what's also made from petroleum, which I didn't mention. This is the scary part. Styrofoam, antifreeze. Mm-hmm. And let's Wonderful. not forget that thing that runs your car. Oil. Oil, guys. It's Ugh. the bottom barrels. It's the bottom of the barrel stuff. That's crazy. Oh, hi, Mikey the cat. <laughs> Sorry, my cat is meowing. He, he doesn't like petroleum, doesn't you like guys. petroleum. So it's the same stuff as antifreeze and oil and styrofoam, with the exception that it's supposed to be super refined, right? So that it carries none mm-hmm. of the harsher stuff that the antifreeze carries. But here lies the juxtaposition. How clean can it possibly be? How super right. refined can it be? In reality, it's not. The scary stuff here is the PHAs, or the polycyclic aromic hydrocarbons, and 1,4-dioxine. These are known carcinogenics. Okay? So I could do a whole deep dive on petroleum for you, but I'm going to just leave you with these facts. One, petroleum and mineral oil, which is what it's also known as, by the way, cannot be Mm -hmm. metabolized by the body. So once you absorb it, once you put that petroleum jelly on you and your skin absorbs it and it will absorb it, it's in your body forever. Wow. Forever, guys. Wow. Two, both are occlusive, which means they don't let the skin breathe. So yeah. this, this is why I don't understand why people love to say that they just use petroleum jelly as a moisturizer. I'm like, it doesn't <sighs> actually moisturize your skin. It does the opposite of that. It forms a barrier yeah. on the skin, traps the skin, and if you leave it on there long enough, it will dry out your skin. So don't use it as a moisturizer, guys. It is not a moisturizer. It is the actual no. opposite. And we're told to put it on our babies, by the way. For And it's just unbelievable. From rashes to... And those things actually need to breathe. <laughs> um, well, I so mean, they can I un- get better, I but... I understand the, the concept, right? If you have something like a rash, you want to essentially dry it out so it goes away. Sure. But... But in our minds, I think we think the opposite. We put it on to moisturize it. But really yeah. what you're doing is drying right. it out. That's why it works so great, because you dry it out. Oh, my God. Um, and finally, it's an endocrine disruptor. We talked about this already. It mimics estrogen. And anything that is going to mimic estrogen is potentially hormone imbalance, imbalancing. And that just leads to a whole slew of other things. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you what... It is often listed as, and I'm going to try to butcher the English language once more. <laughs> okay, so it's it's under a lot of different things, guys. It has cleverly disguised names. Um, one of them is mineral oil. The other one is paraffin wax. You guys have heard of that. You get paraffin mm. wax at the nail salon. Stop doing yep. that. Um, <laughs> Ten yeah, four, Roger that. Doing that. Um, but. Anything with the words ending in F, E-T-H, indicates that it is a a petrochemical was used to produce it. So here we go. Oh, boy. (laughs) Cetereth, lorith, merith, oleith, any word with propyl. So again, isopropyl, we talked about this, alcohol, uh, propylene glycol, propylene alcohol, cocomidopropyl, Betaine. <laughs> beautiful. beautiful. Mm. My next, my daughter's yes, name. Cocoa, yes. <laughs> cocoa be, <medio-propyl> great. 
<laughs> um, perfume or fragrance, because 90% of chemicals used in fragrance are from petroleum. Um, ethanol wow. and words with ethyl, such as ethyl alcohol, ethylene oxide, ethylene dichloride, ethylene diamine tetrocytatic acid. Ooh, mm. I did that one pretty good. Oh, um, that was ethylene, good. Ethylene glycol, again, paraffin wax, pheno... Phenozythanol? Zy- 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 sure. Phenozythanol. Well, you made it sound so easy. Zy- no, phenylzythanol. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've probably bored you already with all those words, but my oh, point yeah. is <laughs> that these are all some form of petrochemical, usually a petroleum or mineral oil, the dirtiest ingredient there is out there. Um, Stay away, stay away as much as you can. And you know what? Can I just add something, Monica, that, and some of the research I've done on this as well, is that when Monica said earlier that it's bottom of the barrel stuff, it is. It's like what is left once oil has been refined, okay? So there are barrels of this that companies have um, after creating this oil, and they can't get rid of it. And so what has happened is they've been able to sell it to companies to use as fillers um, or just to, you know, drop the gloop right into a container and tell you to put it directly on your skin. Um, So it really is actually bottom of the barrel stuff that can't actually be like destroyed or gotten rid of (laughs) very easily. And so now they've been, yeah, they've been able to resell it to companies. So um, don't be fooled by that, you guys. Um, it is a scary substance. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Bo know why doctors show. suggest this. Like, for instance, if you ever have a sunburn, the very last thing mm. you want to do is put petroleum jelly on your sunburn. Oh, what you actually will end up doing is making your sunburn worse. Because worse. It's like it locking it in, in the heat of your skin. Oh god! And you will burn more on that particular area. But so, that is and I mean that just goes to show what does it do? It alarming. It makes a barrier, but does not moisturize, mm-hmm. which I. It's something I no. really need people to understand. It barriers, but does not moisturize because I think a no. lot of people believe it moisturizes. No, please do not use a Vaseline face no. mask. People do please, though. please. I know, and it's cheaper than cheap because it's Cause bottom it's of the, the barrel. Same stuff from <laughs> so basically, anything that what ends in or ends or begins with petro and ends with ethyl, stay away from. In, in a, a nutshell. nutshell. <laughs> So we're going to cover one last of our five ingredients. We've already covered four. Um, We've listed a bunch of names of stuff, and you may thought we listed way more ingredients, but really we only covered four, (laughs) you guys, and there are many, many, many names and faces. But the one that the next one I'm going to cover um, are just right out the gate are aluminum and metals. Mm -hmm. I feel pretty passionate about them. Why do I feel passionate? So aluminum and metals have been found in breast cancer tissue and tumors, as well as in the brain of Alzheimer's and dementia patients. It has also been known to cause hormone disruption. Hello. Why are all of these causing all of our beautiful ladies' hormones to be disrupted and men and allergic reactions to a lot of people? Um, There are a lot of conflicting arguments out there whether or not aluminum or metals are okay to be used in products especially antiperspirants, but to me, anything that's linked to cancer and a myriad of other horrible diseases, 
I'm happy to stay away from. Yeah. And so you may ask, where can you find said aluminum and metals? Well, the most common place you're going to find aluminum is in an antiperspirant. And aluminums, they do just that. They clog your pores and they don't allow you to perspire, which might sound wonderful to some people. I know my sweaty people are like, yes, but it doesn't allow toxins to leave your body. So they'll just pile up in some pretty sensitive areas, you know, especially you're putting antiperspirants in your underarms, really close to all these lymph nodes, really close to breast tissue. This is bad for men and women. Breast cancer rates have risen so much over the past just 20 years. It's astounding. Um, And so, you know, you're basically allowing aluminum and these metals to just pile up in these really sensitive areas. Um, And it can really cause a lot of health problems for you in the future. So why take the risk, right? Like I don't, I don't understand. I get like a lot of people are skeptical of using natural deodorants. I've heard it all. And I understand that some people just don't like to sweat or it's embarrassing, I get it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but there, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I have my own ideas on, on deodorant and antiperspirant, and maybe I believe that maybe you don't really need it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I, I would almost lean towards that idea. Um, but if you feel like you do want something, there are some really great options out there now. And that's the nice thing. I remember when I was a teenager, I don't remember these natural options. I think that they probably were there, but now you can actually find a lot of them at Target, Whole Foods, places like that, which is great. But um, it's true. Like when you're using natural deodorant, the first two weeks of using a natural based deodorant, you might not like what you see. You will sweat, which is good for you. Uh, Just wanted you to know that. You'll possibly smell right? Which may have more to do with your gut health than your new deodorant. (laughs) A lot of people just want to chuck the new deodorant and assume that that's what's making them smell. Um, And this is when people say like, right, no, this doesn't work for me. I'm never using a natural run. I've tried 14 of them. But usually people only allow themselves a couple days and they're like, oh yeah, this isn't going to work. But what most people don't know is that you actually need to allow yourself two weeks for your body to detox from the toxic products you've been putting on your skin right, and on your underarms. Right, because the chances are that what's smelling is actually the bacteria that sits on your skin and not yeah. your actual sweat. Sweat sweat does not right. smell. Sweat carries no scent whatsoever. And it shouldn't. It shouldn't, right? And so, But a, a lot of people do assume that it's their natural deodorant that is what's making them smell. And it's that's just not the case at all. That bacteria that's sitting there on your skin, people, that's yeah. some gross stuff. So we got to detox from it all. So I urge you just to give it a try. Um, grab a few, you know, try. But you have to remember, you got to give yourself those two weeks. So I wouldn't go and grab four and then try them every other day, right? A different one. Give give yourself two weeks to try one consistently. And again, it's good to sweat. We've been trained otherwise that we shouldn't sweat. It's gross. Ew. But we need to release those toxins somehow. So... I'm going to try this. Let's try to pronounce yes. some of these metals, yes. shall we? Okay. They go by names like, and some of them are easy because a lot of them start with aluminum. Aluminum chloride, aluminum chlorohydrate, aluminum hydroxybromide. Oh, good job. Wow. Uh, thank you. 
I didn't even try these out before this podcast. Um, an aluminum zirconium chlorohydrate. Like I need to put that on my finger. <laughs> yeah. Such as trichlorohydrax. Wow. Tetrachlorohydrax, pentachlorohydrax, and octachlorohydrax. So I, just, I don't know what these are, but I'm going to think that this is a three chain of chlorohydrax, a four chain of chlorohydrax, a five chain, and a yeah, eight chain. Octo, pente, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. They're horrible words. I don't know what chlorohydrax You can is. find them. But a lot of times, yeah, but a lot of times they'll also just be labeled as aluminum. <laughs> which makes it kind of easy to see. But so what do you, what can you use instead? Um, luckily, so many companies, like I mentioned earlier, are coming out with natural options. I've tried a bunch. You can find a lot of them at Target. Target's actually selling a few that used to just be like subscription only, um, native being one. Um, and I actually do like the native one, but you can also get them at Whole Foods. And of course, Amazon has loads and you can read the reviews. I saw a meme the other day that made me laugh because it's so true. I don't ever leave reviews on anything and you can judge me for that but i love to oh, read so reviews and i only like to get stuff with high rate reviews any either, that's, that's oh god it made me laugh i know it made me laugh though i was like oh god that's me um but my current favorite um deodorant is from primally pure i use the lavender they have if they have like an unscented they have blue tansy they have a charcoal one um i think they have Oh, do they have grapefruit or I can't remember all the scents, but lavender is my favorite. And not only does it work and smell great, they use only essential oils, but you don't need a ton of it, which is awesome. So it lasts. What's nice is it's like one to two swipes on your underarm. It's all you need. And it lasts for up to six months because it's a natural naturally derived product. You don't want to actually keep it longer than six months um, because there's not any yucky preservatives, but so yeah, there are a few learning curves with natural deodorant, but the benefits definitely far outweigh the time it takes to learn how to use natural deodorant properly and really start to love it. So I definitely think that it's it's a something you should try. Stay away from the yucky stuff. I really think that you'll see a difference. Give yourself the two weeks, Absolutely. okay? Or, you know, this is maybe too much information for everybody, but like I don't I don't use deodorant. <laughs> Really? And how do you feel like that? What are some positive outtakes from that? I used to be a person, and maybe this comes from being young, you know, when I'm talking about, like, high school and whatever. I used to be Mm. someone who used a lot of deodorant because I thought, quite frankly, that I needed to. But, you know, as you get older, you grow and you learn. And I don't currently use it because I don't feel like I have a need for it. I don't am not a particularly super sweaty person. Um, sure. I think that when I do sweat, it's, I don't smell. So it's just because, yeah. again, sweat doesn't smell. Um, yeah. The only time I will use it is if I'm going to go work out where I know that I might be sweating. But even if I go to, like, something like spin where I know I'm going to be sweating a whole lot, like, no deodorant is going to help you. So, <laughs> yeah. and that's the honest truth, right? right? So. Have you ever gone to, like, hot <laughs> yeah. yoga or spin class or hot Pilates? Like, you are sweating buckets so it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't yeah. matter so and it's probably gonna run right, right off because <laughs> you've been it, sweating it no up amount of antiperspirant the ones with aluminum or the natural kind is going to help you in those situations so 
Yeah. You know what yeah. helps? So a you shower. might as well just a not wear helps. anything. That's what helps. Um, and some soap. Mm. Soap and water. Soap and water, right? We and talked about that. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I feel, I feel confident not using it unless I know I'm going to be in a situation where I might be like in a sweaty situation, I guess. Yeah. Uh, then I'll put on a so, natural one. And I use Schmitz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Schmitz is another one that you can also find um, at Target and Whole Foods. And they have, which oh, scent do you like? One, of course. <laughs> the rose vanilla one is amazing. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that too. I'm not a particularly sweaty person either. Um, so for people who maybe do struggle more with yeah. that, like I get it. Like I, I am sorry for that for you because um, that, that's, that's frustrating. Um, but... Yeah, I'm not particularly sweaty, but I do like to use it. So I sing at church, so I will, I'll use it when I'm maybe on stage right. if I'm like jumping around or under hot lights. Um, but I've also noticed, I'll tell you, girl, since I switched to natural deodorant, um, I do sweat less even than I did yeah. before. And um, there are many, I don't have any on right now. Is that TMI? I'm sorry, but I, I smell good. I I'm sorry, I smell good. I, do. I, do. I, mean, what, I mean, what am I doing? Right. Yeah, I think that we have. Why? Why are we? Yeah. Issues that deodorant is one of those things that has preconditioned us to make us feel bad about ourselves. Yeah. In, in a way, right? Totally. Like, oh, like you're gonna sweat, and so you're gonna smell. But I mean, it. You just have to take stock of like yourself. Like, how much do you really sweat, guys? Is it in your head, or is it? Yeah. Is it just something you do because you think because they tell you that that's good hygiene and you should do it? Look, I'm not yeah. saying don't have good hygiene. Yeah. Please have good hygiene. <laughs> Please. We're all about that I'm hygiene. I'm just saying, like, do you need it to, on your everyday, day-to-day kind of thing? And then you might find that you actually do sweat less because it's a vicious cycle as far as I can tell. Yeah. It is. But, and we're not trying to, yeah. you know, beat a dead horse or prolong this, but it's just, it's an important one just because especially I think the majority of our audience is women you know, where you're putting, you know, this aluminum can really wreak havoc on your body, um, after it's, after it's kind of sat and piled up for so long. So we just want to educate you, just be mindful, but you know, just going back over this podcast, we do hope that you've learned some key ingredients to watch out for today. We gave you the five. Okay. And we know that going non-toxic and natural can feel like a daunting task, but it doesn't have to be. So we're going to just cover a couple areas real quick. Um, And Monica, let's start with you. What area do you think that people should start with? How do do they can make it easy if they're starting day one today going non-toxic? Where would you tell them to start? I think that um, day one today, you're like, I'm going to make the switch. I want to make a healthier life choices for me and my family. I think that the easiest place to start is with your hair and here's why um all i have to do is tell any woman to go into her shower and tell me how many different products of hair shampoo she currently has in there it's never just one. Oh my goodness <laughs> never just one it's i have two right one. now <laughs> it's at least two sometimes three sometimes more i used to be the sometimes more yeah. kind of girl um yeah but i think when it i don't know i don't know what it is like if i if I tell you ladies that tomorrow you have to change out all your foundations and your lipsticks, you will look at me with horrified looks on your faces and utter shock <sighs> and like then anger and rage. Do you know yeah, how much I paid for my foundation, Monica? Quite yeah. soon after that. All the stages um, of grief. And all basically. just because I'm telling you that you need to change your foundation. 
But if I tell you this about your shampoo, women and men, I guess, as well, but more so women are very more open to this. They're like, yeah, I try this shampoo and this shampoo and I'll cut my hair and I'll color my hair and I'll, it doesn't matter. Right. So, um, yeah, start with the hair. And I, funnily enough, this is how I started my journey into green beauty is with my hair. I took out the non, you know, the toxins, it took out the parabens and all that good stuff. Sulfates. Sulfates. Sulfate is a big one. If you cut out just the sulfate. Yeah. And I was at a point where my hair was pretty damaged and <clears throat> and it wouldn't grow. It didn't matter. It didn't matter what kind of hair mask I used. It didn't matter what kind of conditioner I used, hair oil. It was just, I was just like, oh, it's just, this is the length that it will always, it's not getting any longer than this. Um, mm-hmm. And then I took out the toxins and lo and behold, my hair started to grow like a weed. And if you can see me now, my hair is super long and full and I, I can't yeah. people ask no me, it like, is I don't do anything to it other than I'd stopped using toxic shampoo and conditioner and that's the honest truth I'm like and yeah. so I think that if you can start with hair and you it doesn't take very long yeah. for you to notice the difference you will notice it takes a learning curve because you maybe not get as much uh lather or bubbles that you're used to all, all the, the suds yeah so kind of like mm-hmm. eh, this is eh. <laughs> and I'm gonna be yeah. honest it is yeah. you're like eh. <laughs> But there are some that do have really good lather. Um, it's just a matter, again, of trial and error of what you like, what you don't like. But you will notice a difference quite uh, early and soon than if you were to use, like, uh, skincare products or face products. Yeah. And once the thing is, once you notice that, because it's so visible, the difference, once you notice that, you're immediately going to be like, well, if that worked, if I changed my foundation, if I changed my skincare is that going to work? It's probably going to work. Right, right. Yeah. I think shampoo and conditioner is a great one because I also use natural, fully natural shampoo and conditioner. And my hairstylist has said my growth has been amazing. Um, I don't have as many grays at my next appointment. I've actually had some really good um, feedback from just switching to natural shampoo yeah. and conditioner. And, and so it's, I think that's a great I know, one. I know for myself that that's what it is because I don't do anything else to my hair. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love yeah. it. Great tip. So ladies, look at your Start shampoo there. and conditioner, please. I would also say go ahead and, and switch out your deodorant. Just try those things um, and see what happens. And then hopefully that will create a nice little domino effect for you. Again, this isn't about perfection. It's about the progress that you can make. Um, we just want to be here to help you on your journey. So that's kind of a good place to start and how you can make a switch without it feeling like a daunting task. But here at the end, I just want to leave you with something to think about this week. In regards to making changes, we know that change can be so hard for some people, but we're here rooting for you. And honestly, making changes in our lives, I mean, Monica and I both have done it over the past few years, a lot of different changes, good and bad, right, that that come with life. And um, change just kind of can help propel you forward. So don't make change too complicated. Just begin. And I say that with these products. Don't make changing and switching over to a natural product super complicated. Just switch out something here and there and, and go from there. Just begin. If you don't begin, you can never make a step forward. Um, so all you have to do is take that first step to change out some bad habits. And one step at a time builds a staircase. And we're helping pushing you forward. So we do hope that 
um, you've received some really great knowledge today and that you feel like you can also make those changes for your yes. life. Okay, guys, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. If you liked today's episode, please give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and share with your friends. If you learned anything today, please, please share with them. Our goal here is to create a community that thrives on being healthy and happy and wanting to be the best versions of ourselves we can be. Be sure to follow us both on Instagram at The Simplified Mama and at Dirty Bombshells. And from Danae and I, we wish you a fabulous week and we hope you be well. Bye. Bye, everybody.